Welcome to the Inside Gaming Podcast, where we talk all about video games. I am Brian, your host. This is the rest of the bunch. After you. I'm Connor. And I'm Evan Campbell at Darth Burrito. I almost forgot what we're talking about today, but you can rest assured I'm excited to be here and to talk about it with I, you folks. I added a few uh, stories just recently uh, because we've we've had a lot. It's been kind of a newsy week. And uh, the first one, the one that I have up top is Crucible shutting down for good. Amazon's it's it's been called its first AAA game. Um, I'm not I'm not sure if that's completely right. There was the Grand Tour. I don't know if that qualifies as AAA, <laughs> but Crucible sort of a mess of a game. Uh, yes, you might remember it, it launched. They took it they took it back into beta, and then they mm-hmm. I guess they just decided you know what, screw it. We we're done. <laughs> but yeah. it, not a great start for Amazon uh, in video games though. No, not not at all. Actually, I'm so glad that you, I'm so glad, Brian, that you've brought up Crucible. It, it has made my day because I am just now working on our feature for this weekend about Crucible, <laughs> Amazon's failed everything game. <laughs> just I, you can just transcribe this segment and just use yo, that. Yeah, I'm just gonna play the video file I just yeah. recorded and just duck yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's probably the way to go. It's I I tried to read the rules to that game, like how it works. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I do not understand. It, it was all took place on one map, and it was Battle Royale, Territory Control, and MOBA, depending on the game mode. MOBA City. I, yeah. I, it's the first game in my memory that's actually been pushed back into beta, at least publicly. That came out, had yeah. this, you know, this is our launch of our game, and then it's like, Ugh, put that back in the oven. It's not ready yet. Yeah. Yep. It's wild. It's just like... Just like a baby that was born too soon and they just have to put them back. Yep. I mean, there's obviously like the schadenfreude of enjoying a train wreck in real time. Right. Uh, like that's definitely a fun aspect. But the the way I've been going at it and tackling it uh, is, is thinking about what it means for like Amazon, like what their intent was. Like, is it just like quality control or are they just like, you know, course correcting and just deleting it? It's just the best way to move forward. Or is it like, they like is it a first impression thing or is it just that like they're right. maybe not as focused on making games as they were in 2014 right. when they started making this like maybe they saw microsoft bethesda and they're like oh we can just use our money to buy studios yeah well why don't they just do that they're they're trying to just create the studio from the ground up but but so far have they put out anything decent i i i didn't play the grand tour uh, it was supposed know- to be very bad <laughs> and yeah, I watched, I watched Crucible was a it. disaster. There was an yeah, esports like, game called Breakaway too, a long time ago, maybe 2014 or 2015. I want to say 2016. Yeah, they had a bra- yeah, and they I mean, had a brawler that they canceled too. So this wasn't the first. Um, it wasn't even the first game they canceled. But uh, yeah, it's just been like so weird uh they bought uh, they bought twitch it's not like they created that from the ground up yeah but twitch had already been running i mean amazon just kind of wrote them a check you know that's what i'm saying breakaway was the brawler sorry okay okay cool why like they're doing so much work to build this thing from scratch when they have so such deep pockets right uh, they've got and they're they're making that lumberyard engine or i don't know if it's finished yet but yeah they're trying to just reinvent the wheel it feels like yeah people are using it and lumberyard is supposed to be like a unity not a unity killer but like a unity competitor and the idea is also that it leverages almost like cloud gaming development but i think the idea behind it is it is it leverages like the 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 amazon like server networks to like help you build better games somehow uh it's like oh. a lot of the reading i've been doing about it is kind of about that but on also it's free so it's this idea that like come and build games for on, on like our amazon engine and then we'll help you you know distribute that or whatever basically what engines usually do will help you make that game uh so lumberyard is interesting in that way but it just hasn't picked up like unity you know unity's been around for years and years now at this point but yeah uh, but yeah. even when it first came out it was like the first like it, it seemed like the little guys like david and goliath it, it's it's the david to unreal's goliath right like before that there was right. only unreal right. uh three only unreal engine um and uh yeah, I think it's been interesting to see Lumberyard, and I think maybe it has some cool elements to it, but it just hasn't caught on at all. 
it, yeah, nothing they've, uh, yeah. It, it may, were they trying to be epic, like with their own engine, you know, and just kind of, I, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it does just feel like they, they've been throwing a lot of money and resources and, and, you know, I, I know the Google Stadia comparison is easy, but it does feel like that. Oh yeah. Uh, Google, Google's getting into making games too, but like, these things take a long time. I mean, what? Yeah, uh, Crucible took four years, and it was a complete mess. So it's like all this money and work down the drain, and you do just wonder if they're going to have the stomach for it. Because at least uh, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, it's like they they they're used to this. They've done it before. True, they yeah. they know when it you know how to cancel a project or. You know, so, or like uh, with Metroid Prime 4, just like, you know what? We're going to scrap it. We're going to start over. It wasn't very good. Uh, and, and this is just a whole new ball game that, that Amazon and Google are kind of joining, uh, uh, not late in the game, but, you know, they, they obviously saw an opportunity with streaming and they're trying to, to jump in, but it's both of the, neither of them have gotten it yet. Yeah, it's I think something that I don't really think about often is that like they're operating at such scale like these are the biggest companies in the world right i mean they own information and retail respectively right (laughs) just the concept of each of them uh something patrick said earlier this week but um because they are on such a massive like stage and operating at such incredible scale they kind of lose out on the benefit of the doubt of having that runway where like all of a sudden like you yeah. know, Unreal Unreal Engine like has been has had a long journey, you know, from from Unreal Tournament right. through through Gears and you know up through Fortnite and now as where it is where it is now, it's obviously very established and like Unity been around a long time, and like for Amazon to just be like, and here's our engine and like yeah. it is talked yeah. about and it is financed and it is like seen almost as this competitor immediately just thrown onto the scene, but yeah. it nobody's like paying attention to it yet. It's almost like um. <laughs> I mean, this is kind of like inside baseball, but it's kind of like Adobe Premiere coming onto the scene when everyone was cutting films in Avid. And like occasionally you would see like one film cut in Premiere and now a whole bunch of them because they've had a chance to like get that speed up. And I think that's something that we don't really take into account for these giant companies. It's like, well, you're here. You're why aren't you just doing it? Yeah, that, it, it feels... that Adobe beef is real. That like that editor cut right there is is real. I moved to like a very large reputable company. Yahoo actually was still using Final Cut Seven years after it just been completely discontinued because there yeah, was no yeah. faith in, in Adobe Premiere. Yeah, so it's like it's super apt. Yeah, it, it feels like Amazon and Google both decided. Well, we've got all this cloud infrastructure. We can we have the 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 technology to do this. So like I, it's like they assumed they would they would be good at it. it. It's like to use a sports analogy, it feels like they both built giant stadiums, but mm. then they didn't think about the team at all, and just sort of expected that like a championship baseball team would just sort of spring up almost. Or not that well, they aren't putting work into game development, they are, but but it just feels like they they. Uh, uh, I, it's not that they got it backwards. I mean, the tech works. I mean, Google Stadia, when it works, it's pretty cool. But there, there's just, but they forgot about games. Yeah, just maybe the most important part of gaming. Yeah, yeah. They're like, <laughs> oh wait, we we built the stadium. We forgot to buy a baseball team. Or like, so I made it a game we'll, that yeah. yeah, yeah. And so it, they it decided like to that. start training a bunch of ten year olds to play. Also, like zero, like it feels like there should be more competition between these companies to make better products for us, but they're operating with so much, you know, so little risk because like their overhead right. is like nothing compared to their revenues and to their to their cash. So like, it's kind of oh, just yeah. like, it, it to, to continue your analogy, it's like the Rams and the Chargers coming to LA. It's just like, <laughs> did, yeah. none of, did neither of you think about what this means for like a fan in this city? Like, and this is not yet. needed. No one was asking for this. Especially for fine. like the Chargers. Like, the Chargers San Diego's San Diego. team. Like, even people in LA were like, we don't want this. <laughs> neither did people in San Diego, though, which I think was. Yeah, nobody. Kind of true, but. It, and I don't know a ton of, you know, not to get off the rails, but to me, L.A. has always been about the Lakers and the Dodgers. Like, that's, yes, that's absolutely. <laughs> and and I guess the Rams, if you had to pick a team, I guess I mean, <laughs> the NFL, they had some, his, they had some oh. history. There. Yeah. But it, it, it is just a weird uh, um, 
I, I don't know. There's just clearly been growing pain. Hello, Alana. Alana hey, is here. Hey. Yeah, we're sorry, you guys. Football. Sorry. Yeah, oh. We're talking about sports. Should I leave? <laughs> <laughs> no, please stay. <laughs> no, we were just running. A, we were just running an analogy into the ground. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I, getting back to Amazon, it, it it's going to be, they haven't announced a date for Luna yet. Um, that'll be interesting, especially just the sort of, the concept of you can play on any device you want. I think that's what Stadia really needed. Um, and, and I know Microsoft's trying to like get X cloud on iOS too, but it'll, it'll be cool to see once that, uh, once Luna launches, like what will differentiate it? If, if anything, it's something I to me. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Connor. I was going to say, I thought I saw something about how you can through browser now get X cloud on iOS devices or you will be able to, or they're something. working on some work around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the boys in the lab are cooking something. <laughs> the, the That's right. Browser based system is like the way to go or browser like accessibility is the way to, to circumvent the Apple store for sure or the app store. Um, but I think a lot of the decisions that Amazon has made come to me as like top level, like people with money looking at the games industry as a, like a place with a lot of money. So like you think about like the Crucible, how it's built around like the aspect of a MOBA, which League of Legends is obviously one of the most profitable games around. Um, I mean, they could have gone like the Minecraft way, but I, I don't know if they want that to be a direct competitor or maybe that game seemed like harder to make or something. But yeah, like these types of games that they've decided to make have been like esports driven. They've been like multiplayer yeah. driven and it's probably free to because, play yeah. yeah and it's probably because the top level amazon people are like what are the biggest games you know like it's league of legends yeah. it's dota yeah. it's call of duty it's a battle royale right like so we need to do that but like combine all of those things together and we'll make the most ultimate like money game that ever existed uh that generates right. the ultimate most money game that's so money dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the money the ultimate money game they should just called it that yeah. that would have been cooler <laughs> i don't know um well, Alana, did you play Crucible? Because I know you actually play video games. I did play Crucible. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, so Crucible is a really interesting one in that I found it. Um, it it basically just sold itself wrong. It's a MOBA, but was pretending to be a hero shooter. Uh, but once we'd like picked the characters that we liked, uh, I enjoyed playing it and thought it was pretty. It's just that it didn't do anything new for that genre whatsoever. Again, pretended to be a hero shooter, which means everyone feels misled, um, but also mm -hmm. just didn't do enough to stand out. It's not that it was broken and terrible, because yeah, by the end of playing it for probably even an hour, I, I enjoyed it. It just, it's hard to compete in that space anyway, uh, because the juggernauts there are so juggernauty. Right, you could just play Battleborn. Or you could just play Battleborn. <laughs> <laughs> or Lawbreakers. Come on. Yeah. Well, lawbreakers. Oh, There's man. just a lot of competition. They yeah, did so take it wasn't terrible, but I'm not surprised this happened. <laughs> they did take the weird tack of releasing it with zero marketing, too. And and just I feel like, yeah, some some maybe some explanation about what the game was and what and and sort of how to play it and how to approach it might have helped or maybe not i don't know but but they could have at least i don't know thrown some streamers some money and i mean it tells me that it. they knew I, yeah yeah i feel like one telling anecdote yeah. here is like I, I cornered rami ismail once to ask him about like indie game development and i was like hey like even at the indie indie level i was like hey That's if i had like ask, a yeah. budget to spend like money on making a game let's say i came into like 20 or thirty thousand dollars the thing he told me was like take half of it and set it aside and spend it on marketing, marketing and yeah. use the other half for actual development. I was like, oh, whoa. Like, I didn't even That's know. what films do. They yeah. spend, like, as much of the budget on yeah. Burger King tie-ins. And so, like, that a exactly. larger company wouldn't have that kind of mindset or, I don't know. It just, who knows? Like, the way, like, Google and Amazon launches well, things is, like, a complete They're using Twitch problem. to market New World. Yeah. <laughs> like Yes. And it's doing pretty well on Twitch. Yeah, that seems to be the the going. They're, apparently, I've read that they've given some streamers up to like a hundred codes just to give out. Yeah. Whoa. It's too many codes. Nobody. Can too, many codes. Yeah, it's too, it's many too many codes. Yeah. Too many people. Too many. I would just be. I would be super heavy handed and be like. <laughs> they should just be like, no, all of you must stream New World tomorrow. You have yeah. Nothing else. I mean, they they could in theory. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It would piss everybody off. But it would over. Be funny. They yeah. could do it. And you all yeah. have to play this U2 album while you do it. That's right. It's the only um, music allowed. <laughs> That's funny. So funny. Um, all right. Well, speaking of uh, game companies, Microsoft apparently cut a deal with GameStop 
Uh, this was just out uh, very recently. So GameStop, according to this deal, is going to earn revenue on any digital content that is purchased on an Xbox Series X or an S. So if you buy a Series X from GameStop and then you you, you get your Cyberpunk, you get a digital uh, uh, Cold War, they get a cut of that revenue. Very, very interesting. Um, oh, I, I don't understand. Was. Yeah, they... I, so, huh, it's kind of like residuals for being yeah, the kind of. that sold the console. This is yeah. wild. And yeah. it's, I guess it's just stuck to, the, it's not a user account, it's stuck to that machine. Like if you sell that to somebody else. That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know. But it does seem to incentivize GameStop to sell Xboxes over I mean, other, other things I, now. I love dunking on GameStop, but like bringing a brick and mortar store into the fold with digital sales is like a good thing as far as I'm concerned, right? I mean, like- it's, it, it's I, you know, only online is like, I feel like not the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like they need something like this to survive. And, and I think it's for Microsoft, it's good. It maybe it's, it does incentivize GameStop to push Xboxes more. But also so, digital sales. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is confusing. It's that is really little, confusing. Maybe it's kind of just accepting their fate. It's like, well, <laughs> Oops, I think you should have, have figured to. this out. Yeah, sooner. at some point they have to do something, right? I mean, so just Fortnite toys and Xboxes then. <laughs> and right. how does this cut work? Does it mean Microsoft is taking less of a cut? Right. Like I just don't understand. It's very odd. And how? But is it just a little cut? Do they get you know five percent? Do they get two percent? Right. You know, yeah, eighty percent. The, like one paragraph in the story explains if you buy an Xbox Series X from GameStop, for example, and then proceed to download a digital copy of Cyberpunk 2077 or Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, GameStop will get a cut of the revenue you generate, which is just yeah, so kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. And then right. does that go to movies? Does that go to like anything you buy on your console? And then they, like, they, yeah, they, they sort of this? speculate that the same goes for, uh, potentially or in theory for movies or, or DLC stuff like that. Buying hmm. stupid emotes for my characters in any game that I'm only going to play once. Yeah, my actions, and then you know this has to store. benefit someone, right? Like, <laughs> like, like I get that it benefits GameStop. GameStop, yes, uh, yeah. but I yep. am unclear on how it benefits Xbox. I think um, I, I I think that uh, to me it's acknowledging there's still a lot of game stops out there and it's and it uh, maybe this makes them push our Xbox over over the PS5. I, that's I guess. Just a guess. I don't know. I'd be curious what game what the market looks like in more rural areas where like the bandwidth to download a game is like not realistic. Like it would be a week. But I mean, I guess you still have to download mm. stuff anyway. That's just you do issues in this country. Okay, never mind. It's Bad just thought. very confusing stupid, to me because I feel like this is counter to them pushing Game Pass, or maybe that's the point, is that they don't care because they have Game Pass, that they're like, if you want to buy a game for a full $60, we get... I just don't understand why Xbox has done this. I'm very confused. Yeah. Maybe it's something to do with the relationship between the retailers and the distributors. So, like, Xbox wants to have that better relationship because, in, like Brian kind of said, you need the retailers to sell your hardware to... You open up your platform to more uh, to that like console demographic, basically to get them into Game Pass. So maybe there's something there, I don't know, that we just can't can't I, see in the business side. Like I don't know. You know, something we're not taking into account is some really high level politics. This might be Reggie Fizeme might have made an embarrassing picture of Phil Spencer mm. go away. Oh, <laughs> and now nice. you know Philly's Philly's got a bit good, and he's got to cut in GameStop for a little there bit of the chunk of the change. You know that Connor, that smart, uh, that Connor brain. It'll mm. get you across mm. the finish line. Case a solved. good point. Yeah, that's got to <laughs> be All right, it. well, we figured it out. Figure uh, move on. Next story. <laughs> Picture of SpongeBob at the Christmas party. I feel like I maybe need to, to like, read up on it more because this is the first I'd even heard of this story. It's literally right now. Um, yeah. You're learning, maybe, you're learning along with the, the viewers. Yeah, maybe GameStop is is just bigger than than I had given them credit for. And it's, yeah, it is some kind of push to make them sell more X. But then I feel like the, the Microsoft strategy this generation isn't to sell Xboxes. It's to sell Game Pass. So right. I don't know. Maybe they they still want to sell boxes. Maybe it's, they still want to sell yeah, boxes. Yeah. The show of good faith is like worth the, I don't know. I don't know. 
I don't know. Um, yeah. They also released uh, a list man. of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Inside. They also released don't know. 30 games that are optimized for the Xbox Series X. Yes. Mm. Um, pretty much what you would think. Um, yeah, uh, your Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, Borderlands 3, Dead by Daylight, Double May Cry 5, mm-hmm. Dirt 5, uh, Fortnite. Oh, thank God. Uh, Forza Horizon 4. Gears 5, Gears Tactics. I'm, I'm just sort of hitting the highlights. Uh, grounded yeah. NBA 2K1, Ori and the Will of the Wisps, Planet Coaster, War, Warhammer, War Thunder, Warf-ham- not, to be, not to be confused, Watch Dogs Legion, Yakuza Like a Dragon. So about what, you, about what you'd expect right now. A lot of them are uh, smart delivery also. I forgot so, Watch Dogs Legion comes out in two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> kind of snuck up on me. Super weird. Um, yeah, no yeah, one's talking I, about it. But I, I, don't, I don't feel like people are really talking about Assassin's Creed very much right now either, strangely. They just released um, yeah. stuff yesterday, like the dog petting and cat petting. I like that that Twitter yeah. account, Can You Pet the Dog, has single-handedly shifted game development. It's like yeah. forced everyone like every, to add that feature. Like, I yes, think you can pet every the foxes in Ghost of Tsushima there. in the multiplayer, too. Yeah, you yeah. Can, yeah. and you can, you can pet Cerberus in, uh, in Hades. Well, honestly, it it's a movement that should have happened much sooner. You know, you make a game, yeah. it's got a long overdue in the industry. Definitely. Yeah. A, yeah. A, a we shouldn't be spot. applauding them for something that they should have already been doing. <laughs> the bare minimum. Yeah. It's like just being kind. Um, Ooh, yeah. So I've been getting regular updates, obviously, because I have my Series X. I could pull it up for the sake of the podcast. Let's see it. Let's like. see it. All right. Um, <laughs> and podcast listeners are so screaming right now. She's, Ooh, oh, it's a box. Ooh, there it is. It's a box. Um, Can I see that green in the vent? in the vent on the top oh i oh. love that it's actually oh. there i thought it i thought it was gonna be like a light or something it's, it is or way cooler effect. than it has any right to look oh so it's um, just painted on the sides of the vent yeah but it holes. still shows up really well it that does is look like a light wonderful i'm what such I was gonna a say big is, fan of green me too yeah i can, green, t- I can tell green <laughs> fake leds i love green um i've been getting uh frequent updates from xbox about which games are compatible at what times and i guess gears 5 was maybe Made compatible to yesterday. Forza Horizon 4 isn't yet, but that's because it is only available as the optimized version, um, which I think is applies differently for different games, basically. So, mm-hmm. yeah, they're, like, slowly rolling out the updates and what's compatible so that everything will be backwards compatible by launch, um, just bit by bit, basically. Okay. Get, I just booted up... Uh, I've, been playing, I've been playing Forza on my PC or streaming it from my PC for months and months now, and I just booted it up on my Xbox One S for the first time in, like, six months, and... Holy cow! The difference is absurd. Just in the reflections mm. off the car, I was like, "Wow!" I did not realize how much better this looked. So that optimization cannot come soon enough. And those Forza games, I always think that whenever a new one comes out, I always think it can't look any more realistic than this. Right? <laughs> this is so pretty. And then, and then by the next one, it's like, "Holy crap!" That last one looked like shit compared to this. I've <laughs> seen Forza screenshots that I'm like, "That's an image. That's a, that yeah, is a exactly. picture you have taken of a right. car." That's right. just a car, not, yeah. Just a I car. Mean, MKBHD just played it in 8K. <laughs> it's nuts. There's some crazy stuff about Forza as well, where um, I've spoken to their dev, te- dev teams a number of times over the years, and I know one thing that's consistent, especially with the motorsport series, uh, rather than Horizon, is that they have to add faults to the cars to make humans believe that they're real. To make them look more realistic, you have to intentionally oh. add flaws. Like even if it's like a little fingerprint or a smudge or like a little scratch or ah. something. Otherwise, our brains will be like, nope, fake. So they Not have to yeah, make them look worse in order for us to believe that they're real, which is just... Oh. Nothing can look so that cool. beautiful. I mean, that's yeah. why I look so disheveled in dailies. I mean, exactly. you wouldn't really be able to believe my just radiant... The symmetry of my face is unbelievable. If you if saw I, the real Connor, just, you'd be like, they're a doll. It's not... That's a uh, Yeah, porcelain. See, this is no a hologram pores. speaking to me. <laughs> yes. Just, just crystal white. Like one of those like fake influencers that I've been reading so much about. That's oh, VTuber. Yes. Yeah. No, so not VTuber. Funny. I mean like the, uh, the fake, like the computer generated influencers. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's legitimately a thing. They're not even real. People <laughs> yeah. follow them. Like this it's... one's from league, this great headline from vice. League of Legends fake anime pop star is sad tweeting about genocide. Oh, like a member of KDA? <laughs> KDA. Okay. Oh, man. Sure. Oh, this is so nice. This is, yeah, sad. this is Serafina. Serafina. <laughs> okay, uh, okay. It's, yeah, it's super spooky. There was a video of one of them that was, like, talking about, like, 
like a bad experience in an Uber and it's like, you aren't real. <laughs> ah! Yeah, but can we give a shout out to Bobby? Have Ooh. you guys seen the content Bobby, Bobby makes? Barbie, sorry. Accents. Oh. Barbie. Um, Barbie. B- Bobby <laughs> makes like these really good vlogs about like really frequently, like genuine looking vlogs to camera. It's crazy shit. We like, have, right, I have seen some I of that. Yeah. You are melting my brain right now. I definitely do not want to watch a vlog that Barbie made. Or but the thing is you do because they're really good. Like Bobby's vlogs are wholesome and like informative. The, there was the most recent one that I saw was like about her saying that women apologize too much. And I yeah, was like, there was Damn, another okay, one with Bobby? a Frank. Com- there was a Frank conversation on race with between two Barbies. I did see that one, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't, th- I don't think that. I don't think that is like a Bobby fake. addresses white privilege on her YouTube channel. I thought it was like a clip from a show. That is what like- we need right now. That's crazy. Okay. Barbie talks about how hard it is to be a blonde white lady. (laughs) That's what we need for more blonde white ladies. (laughs) Barbie is speaking truth to power on why pants don't fit because her waist is too small. (laughs) Ken comes in and mansplains politics. (laughs) Um, Uh. All right. Speaking of next generation (laughs) consoles, the PlayStation 5, we got a look at the UI uh today well we're recording this thursday so that was a um i I thought it looked really cool i mean there was they've clearly like done a lot of revamping of it but the card system looks very cool and the the whole activities thing that lets you kind of jump into different points of a game and do challenges and um i don't know it just and and the the chat feature and and the way uh, it, it's just a lot more integrated into the game. You, like you don't have to like pause your game and go to a different screen to chat with people, and you can pull up hints and pull just put that screen right alongside the game you're playing. It looks really awesome. Like, so sleek. They, yeah, it, it is so sleek. There's rounded edges. That's think, a hallmark uh, of the future. I think a lot of people have been coming out in anger. Like some people just dunking on this thing, but I think it looks really cool. Like I'm into I thought it. it looked cool. Yeah, yeah. I, think almost, it looks, I think it looks fine. Uh, oh. I've been going back. I think the cards are stupid. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to use them. Uh, They're just going to kind of fade into the background. You're going to once in a while going to go, oh, yeah, yeah, that is. Yeah. (laughs) It seems like like a way to get some extra juice out of your game, though. You know what I mean? Like, if you finish, then you can. I I mean, Xbox has had those for a while um, with, like, achievement track is where you can pin a certain achievement uh, to Mm -hmm. your game and, like, track it, which I actually, as a person who, like, cares about trophies and achievements do use those, but I doubt majority of people do. I don't even mean the activities specifically. I mean like the card that like takes you to a certain level in the game. So removing boundaries and it's like, well, shouldn't the game be pretty good at letting you get into the game? Like, I feel <laughs> yeah. like how much is our it developers going to actually play. use this? I, I like my, my, the stuff I like is that it's not really invasive to your experience when you want to go join a party or watch somebody else's gameplay or take a screenshot. It seems to really fold it into kind of less of a complete shift and more of an overlay, which I like. I think that's a really great way to use the experience and kind of center what you're playing or watching. Yeah, I really like the, really? where you can watch like a friend or, or somebody in your party's like gameplay, like they can just stream it right to yeah. you. So yep. if like, you know, my brother's playing Minecraft or whatever and I'm playing like whatever the next, like Assassin's Creed or something, cause I wanna get through the campaign for work or something or whatever, like I can still like hang out with him and watch what he's playing and he's like, oh, I'm stuck right here. Like I don't know what to do. You can like give somebody like hints. It's like a different way to hang out while playing different games, which I think it kind of already happens with like Discord and stuff. But I think now it's like even cooler that like you can just like check in on their video and you just like picture and picture it on your screen. Xbox One also had similar features for I forget. Gosh, I forget what like the buzzword term is for it. Snap. But, yeah, snap. And then they kind of just they, snap they ditched it, right? Yes, yeah, all the snapping. Snaps. Yeah, the snap. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking snaps. of Doom. It's snap. It's no, it was it was it was Doom or Quake that was like snap maps. Snap, snap maps. maps was snap Doom. Map. Yeah. Hey, snap maps. Snap maps. Snap maps. Snap maps. Did you play the Doom? Yes, I love Matt Uh Yes, but you're right. In this instance, it is snapping, which... Is that one of the yes. features that they walked back with the, with the Xbox One X? No, it's, it I like, feel like it's maybe not. So and then it's, it's interesting to see PS5 like take it up and see if they can make it work. I think what's really kind of perplexing for me and interesting is... Like the idea that there's all of these videos to help you through sections of games. Like where are those videos coming from? 
who's making them? Like, is it right. up to the developer now yeah. to like find these trouble spots and make these videos for them? Or are they going to link out to like GameSpot or like, uh, I can't think of another good guide channel. I know that, of but. games that have done that before. I've had friends who worked at EA who basically like they just put it on the comms team internally to make uh, help videos specifically for a series of mobile games, I believe, where okay. they were like, yep. Uh, we want to make these videos that would go in this slot. And I think it was it was related to Maker because Maker had a video platform um, and oh they had a partnership. So it was this whole thing. And they were like, okay, you want to put videos in this spot? Who's making the videos? And they were like, you. They're like, uh, uh, I can't edit. Who's editing? They're like, you will learn to edit. So I guess it just ended up being somebody's job as a throwaway. Yeah. They would have to make these yeah. videos. Oh, and that's man. People sort of what consider... I feel like will happen here. Video is so ubiquitous these days that people are just like, we'll just put video there. We'll just do video. And it's like, you know, that's like a tremendous amount of work and know how to There's, get it. Like, right. like in, um, I think it was Battlefield 5, there were guide videos or, or more like overview of like a certain game mode and they looked like shit. I'm I'm not just saying like they were poorly made. I mean they were poorly exported, like super mm. grainy and blocky, and like clearly just the the wrong export settings. And yet these file these video files were just like just put in the game, and I'm just like this looks terrible. This makes the game look bad. Why right. did you it's, include this? EA? Right. It's people's whole job to edit videos and make them look nice, as <laughs> we know. Oh but my damn recognition! It's like a, someone in PR being like, you could. You could edit that, right? You know totally. how to do that. Yep. Communications okay. guy, you could do that, right? Yeah. No. Like, you have a <laughs> communications degree, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> you said, it feels like a thing they just pile on to like like the community manager or somebody who already yeah, like totally. just completely yeah. swamped mm -hmm. with, with stuff, and it's like, well, just figure this out because this is deals with our community. So it's like, right? Yeah, I, I don't know where those videos are coming from, and, and I think it is a big deal if if they do like partner with other YouTube channels and people who make guides like that. That is like. Uh, a legitimate source of income for a lot of people just making game guides and, and uh, like strategy guides, basically video versions of it because people are doing that on their phone anyway. A lot of the times if they're, they're trophy it's, hunting or achievement hunting and trying to find that stuff, like it's, it, it, yeah. And if you, you break down the wall, you make it easier to do that within the console. I think that is kind of a cool thing, but I don't know how it benefits like PlayStation or Sony really directly. It does seem easier said than done. And yeah, I mean it, it you know, uh, you got to keep in mind a lot of these features get touted at the beginning, but then once the system releases, uh, sometimes they fade into the background or, or they never fully materialized. Uh, yeah, unless it's some sort of crowdsourced thing where they're like incorporating, you know, yeah, footage from YouTube or something. But but I, I it seems like an incredible amount of work uh, to put in all these hint videos. But and, and hope that they've figured it out ahead of time yeah. and have hired people appropriately Surely. but it might just be a first party game thing like right. yeah, yeah. something that yeah. we don't see anywhere on the console generation and then a game is coming out in 2025 and it's like remember these like when um <laughs> like when the last of us is like use the shake the controller to turn your light back on and touch the touchpad <laughs> to strum the guitar and it's like oh, i remember this stuff from infamous second son right yes yeah. the gimmicks yeah. that yeah. playstation right. is still right. making its first parties right uh studios do i did count yeah. the number of times sid schumann in that that uh, walkthrough video said some titles will include this feature. And it was yeah. like 50. He said that a lot of times. I, Zach, I, Zach had a good point on the daily today. Sorry, Brian, I cut you off. No, go ahead. Okay, It was just about like, yeah, if you want to show where a little item is in, in Sackboy Adventure or whatever, that's something you can just show in a video. But like, if it comes down to like the meta of like Hades and like which attributes you want to like, it's kind of like at a certain point, you're going to have to just like turn to your phone and just Google it. Right. And right, right. To, to me, that stuff, I, I, I enjoy that. That's like the best use of YouTube because there's almost, almost every question has been answered by some enterprising YouTuber on, on whatever game you're playing. They'll show you the right loadouts. They'll show you how to get through a place. I don't know. I, maybe that's just old fashioned of me to look, want to look things up on YouTube. But yeah, it does seem, I, I don't know. It, it seems like it's still going to be a lot easier to do that than whatever this is, but I, I could be wrong. I will say that uh, as a feature, like in video, talking about like integrating video and video games, uh, like Blizzard, the launcher has like a news page and League of Legends also has like a front page when people boot up the game. And if yeah. you get on there, it's like, 
it's like a views goldmine. Like you, it, it, there are a lot of people trafficking through there and it's basically anybody who turns on the game is gonna get served that content. So if you can yeah. make it into yeah. the front page and Blizzard does this sometimes, especially with like their esports stuff, they will publish- They do that with Hearthstone a lot exactly, too. Exactly, yeah. yeah, they will publish news stories and content to the front and that will just like, it's like an instant like, like a master key to like SEO. Like your video is just gonna, or your content is just gonna fly through the roof with, with views oh, and yeah. stuff. So, I could see it. I don't know if it's going to work the same way in this instance because you're you're dialing it down to like smaller game communities and people watching the, those videos or consuming that content in that way. But it is like a weird line. I think like something we haven't really dealt with before in, in this way, at least. It's, it's something phones do. I mean, you know, like that, like kind of Apple Hub or like there's the Google sidebar and it's like, here's all this news stories and stuff. We, we've curated this and it's the, the stuff that you want to check out. And it's like, I'm actually just going to open... Instagram, but thank you. Uh, <laughs> uh, I used to do so many that. news apps like that. Yeah, we'll 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 uh, sort of tailor the stuff to you, and it's like uh, I'm just gonna end up going to the New York Times. Right? Yeah. Good luck. Like I'm gonna go to the the paper I like. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Twitter and just check the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But thank um, you, Apple. <laughs> thank let's you move so on. Let's move on. The Oculus Quest Two. There's been some drama, Connor. I was gonna ask you about this. Have you had any problems with your Facebook? Uh, account because um, there have been some reports out there. I'm actually that the account- in the, so I can't do the podcast yes. anymore. Oh, wow. Show off. I haven't had any issues, but I've read about them. Were you just yeah, in VR been- right now? That was yeah, I'm actually not even here. I'm like, a ha- I'm like Hatsune Miku. I knew it. You're all You're like you. Bobby. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, some people trying to reactivate their old accounts uh, to use their Quest 2 uh, have reported getting suspended um, mm-hmm. or they can't create a new account because maybe there's like Facebook still has like a copy of the old mm-hmm. one and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you're trying to impersonate someone. So, um, and yeah. then there, there's a review process involved. I don't know. It sounds like a friggin' mess. And Facebook it, it, is a real quagmire. And this is why people didn't want it integrated with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... I didn't realize that Facebook actually, to verify your information, Patrick told me this, will ask for your ID to be uploaded. Facebook, yes. which is famously like a photo extremely ID. bad with data. Photo yeah. ID, yes. And this is this is the Facebook that you know sold data to Cambridge Analytica. This is the Facebook that uh, stores yeah. things that it says it doesn't store. This is you know a terrible company. And on top of that, I've been reading about people that tried to reactivate an old account then it got suspended after uploading their ID, and then all of their games that they had bought through Ocu- their existing Oculus account wiped. And when they tried Eesh. to appeal it, Facebook responded with something along the lines of, this matter has been basically put to, put to bed. We will not be reopening this. You are banned. <laughs> and it's just like, there's Jesus. no like, I know what it's how frustrating it is when the avenues to go through customer support are all automated and you've exhausted them and you just keep getting run around in circles. like. I'm trying to cancel a magazine subscription and the online portal isn't working. So I emailed them and they sent me a link and they were like, just go to this online portal and cancel. And I'm like, that's what I'm trying to do. Or just look up my account right now and cancel yes. it. So, yeah. so that's, that's kind of the, the vibe I've been getting. I'm listen, I'm not happy about the Facebook stuff. I wanted to delete my account and right. now I need it. Although maybe that'll be detached. I mean, but. how real does that account have to be? I think when Amir and I talked about it, once, yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I guess I'm going to have to build a burner Facebook account. A just dummy have, Facebook yeah. account. So yeah, yeah they'll, I think they'll check between the names. I, I think but, some, they get scrubbed semi-regular. I had, a, I had uh, a burner account for when I worked at Machinima and on the Facebook account, uh, page. So I had to have an account attached to it. And it was like pulling teeth getting it set up. I remember that it was it was very hard because like it must have like known devices that were previously attached to my other Facebook account. They like we know what you're doing. Or yeah, they could make it hard to switch between those accounts. You know, like I mean, Twitter just setting it up, verifying it. It was like pulling teeth. I mean, Facebook is just maybe one of the worst companies out there, just hands down. Agreed. And I yeah. and I can totally see them in six months. Like Facebook apologizes after fifty million drivers' licenses got leaked onto the fucking dark web. Like that's uh, this this shit happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. there's no way you would want to give them your ID. I wonder no. how that works for someone like me. Who's like, look, I love my Oculus. I use it almost every day. Like, I really love the Rift. Um, or Quest, rather, sorry. Um, 
I love that tech and it was a bummer when it got bought out by Facebook. But if I'm trying to put in my ID and it registers that my location is the US, but my ID is Australian, yeah. it might just not work. That's not even like a question you, you should just have lose to ask to play video games. That's so frustrating. Yeah, it's it's super frustrating. And also like you have to use a phone to set it up. You can't do it in the headset, which mm. like is, mm. is, is like kind of a big ask when you're doing VR because you're just like, Okay, and you just got this. It's just unwieldy. Like you should be able to do things inside the headset if you're going to be putting on a headset. Yeah, right. That's a, that's right. a different qualm. But like, it's it just kind of goes to show that they haven't really thought through the whole user experience here. Well, or it's intentional because they want you to associate it as a partnership with your phone and thus a partnership with your Facebook app. I it guess could, so. Yeah, but I don't have the strategy. Facebook app. So but like, you should, Connor. Have I you thought should, about I getting the Facebook app? I <laughs> can't believe I've been going through you. life without the Facebook app. You need it. It's not also, up like, to you. You can't use a username, I don't think, like an Oculus username. So you have to use like your Facebook name. Oh, my and God. It's like reads it yeah. out. And you can hide it from other people. But like there's people that don't go by the same name they have on Facebook. Which, right. That's like a weird, rigid, restrictive, archaic thing. And it's just like let people just like go by whatever they want to in this virtual world it's like you're tethering this whole like means of escape to one of the most tedious parts of real life it's just I mean, like username <laughs> literally everywhere else yeah yeah it's it's really really frustrating the way they've yeah. gone about this and Step i didn't into fully this grasp. futuristic landscape but we will need your real name your facebook account yes your your birth certificate yep. your social security number yep. your mother's yep. maiden name what was your mother's maiden name yes what was your first last job? three what was your first pay stubs your car? Yes. yeah um, but I, that aside, I've heard the quest too from like you connor and others that it's great it seems awesome it's, it's yeah. awesome very cool. I, listen, I love it. I don't regret my purchase at all. Not at all. I just really wish it weren't attached to Facebook. Yeah. But I mean, like, yeah. at the end of the day, it's just like, I've got fucking Google Homes here, and they're always listening to me. So there you go. Kind of sold yeah. myself down the river. At some point, you have to get it. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I just, you know what? Quest no, is I never so leave good. my apartment, and I was like, I want to have it. This is my this is my uh, decision. Rather than getting a next gen console in 2020. Oh, was to get the headset. I respect that. There's zero. There's like no overlap with my PC. Whereas getting an Xbox or a PS5, a lot of overlap with my PC. That's true. Yeah, good point. Um, moving on. Speaking of next gen games or next next gen games, Star Citizen celebrated eight years of development uh, recently. Another delay. The this specifically uh, the the multiplayer part is in like a very very early alpha. But the Squadron 42, the single player campaign, they announced basically just, yeah, we, it's not it's not anywhere close to being be, it, it, even in beta. And we don't know when it is. So, so cool. it, Chris Roberts <laughs> seemed like annoyed and uh, basically just look, this is really hard stuff we're doing. So just kind of <laughs> leave us alone. Star Citizen celebrates eight years of delays and being <laughs> shockingly. Yes. Rob- Roberts in the. AMA they did on their website or their forum is just like comes up as just the most like just like the biggest prick in the world. Very <laughs> I don't know very even, cocky I don't know if that's to the case, say the least. But, yeah. Yeah. but yeah. it was very actually like actually we are communicating a lot and you should be lucky that we're telling you yeah. anything. Saying like it'll come out and it's done when it's done is just the most like pig headed thing to say to people that have given you thousands of dollars for no return. It used yeah, to be the badass thing to say if you were Blizzard though. So it's funny how this I, the presentation. Yeah, but they it. don't take money in the same way. Right, right, right. Right, <laughs> right. Like sixty yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. There was like there was a quote where they were like, "Twenty twenty has been our best year in terms of revenue." It's like revenue. You don't have it, a product. It's raised well over three hundred million dollars. Uh, uh, probably closer to four at this point. But um, it, it, it is just the the craziest thing. I, I feel like I. I I feel like one day it's all going to come crashing down because I feel like it can't go on just forever, just bringing in more and more money. But they are. I mean, they have they have figured out this niche and this group of people that will just give them unlimited amounts of money forever. I don't know, and, Brian. And have you seen this YouTube page? These videos look pretty good. They Star look awesome. Uh, YouTube is a, a 
quite popular area. I did not know. What they've shown looks cool. I mean, it does. And and they'll, they will release these communiques that are like an hour and a half of a bunch of developers from the UK just going on and on and <laughs> on. But it just gets so grand. But then you don't, you never know, like, when, when is the damn thing coming out? When, when is it? Well, when it's oh, done, well, Brian. That's none of your business. Yeah. He compared it to the moon landing. I mean, come like. A couple of missteps here. Yeah. One yeah. one big misstep for for man. I don't know. We knew what you meant. A <laughs> couple Do dogs guys... have died in the process, but we are plugging along. <laughs> Do you guys think these games will ever come out? Like, do you think there's an end to a light at the end of this tunnel? I think I saw a funny joke in our comments was like, don't they know that like early access exists and patches and yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, there is a way to do this with wall. Ha- and there are playable aspects of that. Not squadron 42. Yes. I don't think, but uh, like universe. regular yeah. star citizen, there are playable elements. You can go in there and play the game to an extent. Um, you know, maybe you don't get your like $20,000 like space cruiser or whatever just yet. But <laughs> I think right. Fortnite only came out this year. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, which is like a point of that. So look, the thing with Star Citizen is that I feel like, and I don't really know how this works logistically, but I feel like if they don't come out, it will become a lawsuit. I feel like that oh, game yeah. needs to come out yes, where yes. others don't necessarily. I'm not sure if that's the case because obviously like anything that you back on a Kickstarter or whatever, you are backing it as an investor and not a purchaser. So it, it, that literally is different. You are not a consumer. You are an investor. Um, so I don't know, but I just, I feel like this one's too big that it has to come out eventually. It's, it just probably won't come out in the form that they want. Yeah. Maybe. That's, that's, yeah, a good, I guess it, it depends on who's, who's money, where the money came from. Cause like, there's a lot of private investing, right? True. Yes. They have sought private investment, which seems weird also. Like, why <laughs> would you need that? I, I mean, and uh, look, it's obviously got some feature creep issues, but it, it does feel like at least from the outside looking in that these people are just funding a lifestyle almost like they're funding this company to be able to just survive another year and, and make this, this, uh, I, I don't know, this Awful beast nice of a of game. Yeah, it is. That's, nice. so, that's so nice of the backers to you've yeah. kept <laughs> devs employed for eight years. That's I mean, what you've done. We don't get a lot of these Activision can say, we don't get a lot of these stories anymore, but like a lot of Kickstarter stories or failure stories often turn out to like, oh, you gave us all this money, but it's all gone now. And I wouldn't be surprised that eventually if that happened to Star Citizen, they're like, we just spent it all. It's gone. I mean, multiple studios across yeah. the world. They were paying, you know, multiple employees. It's huge. Like uh, Settling out of court with Cloud Imperium. There you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so I don't know. We will see. But in the meantime, let's move on to questions uh we got a bunch uh so that, this is very exciting go for it evan did you get a haircut i did get a haircut looks you good. did i yeah. noticed very nice. very nice this is second time on this show i got to show it off because yeah thanks that, yeah that makes sense <laughs> because yeah because <laughs> you appear on this show after getting a haircut yeah, yeah. Uh, twice yeah. now yep. twice two whole times yep. two whole times two it looks old. good thanks everyone so uh, I will say you and Brian, the style is merging, very yeah. similar right now. <laughs> Don't, I've be got the, the back sides of, the of you guys. The back gotten out of control. Like, I can't show this... you the back of mine because I can't see back there. I don't know what it looks like back there. I don't think it'd be safe to show it. <laughs> I just don't feel comfortable getting a haircut yet. I know some yeah, people have, I but like. I, I cut my own. Oh, yeah. Cut my own job. I'm fucking trying to, but my stylist is ignoring me. Mm. I get I it, though. That's why, like, I have this accidental layer here that's too short because I did that. That shouldn't right. be that short. It's this just is, like I have this like poof bit here because I <laughs> I cut these layers too short, and I'm like, well, just gotta let that grow out. Right yeah, now, you just gotta live with it. Just gotta sit with it. My my hair was never styled to be grown out long, so like, there's mm. a weird tuft in the back because it was initially cut for like a long, going all the way over to the other side, mm. so it doesn't part quite right. So I've just been like, I've messaged like two different people to try and fix it and no one's gotten back to me i'm like well i guess it is a pandemic (laughs) mine has never been this long except for once in 96 when i did the grow the top part out and shave the sides like that (laughs) that move very you did that in 96 all right brian oh yeah okay that was a very 
very cool looking. I, did I think, not it, I think it looks long. great, Brian. I call that really the nice Pidgeotto, hair. personally. <laughs> oh, that's it good, is. Yeah. It is kind of, yeah. It pulled it back into like a top knot, basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. Damn, Brian. Are there pictures? I, I don't think one exists. You know, like this was like pre-photography, so it's sadly, I think there's an <laughs> engraving. No, no pictures existed in 1936. Yeah, no disposable yeah. Kodaks. No. There's a daguerreotype, I think, somewhere, but uh, we're, we're still The Civil War portrait of Brian with <laughs> a top Matthew nine. Brady yeah. took one, but then he went bankrupt, and mm-hmm. that's a long story. Okay, mm-hmm. got it, got it. Questions <laughs> from, well, shoot, I lost my questions tab. I was talking about my hair. He them out. It's fine. Jack Fenton, Jack Fenton asks, do you think that VR Rebel will ever be fully adopted by more than just a few AAA studios? Not just tech demos, but full experiences like Half-Life Alex. So yeah, he's he's asking, to, are, are we going to get more full AAA VR games like Half-Life Alex? Uh, squadrons, right? Yeah. Squadrons? VR. There's also yeah, the Respawn game. Um, is, is it still in development uh, though, or is it done? No, I think it's still in development. Um, I don't remember what it's called, though, sadly. But no, I, yeah, I think oh, the answer is yes. Yes, we will. Respawn. Yes. Yeah, Insomniac Especially has... this new push. From Insomniac Facebook. has released... Their, I guess they're not like AAA status, but they pushed out like... They're a AAA studio, and they pushed out like four VR titles, I want to say, or AR yeah, titles. Yeah, one of their me. horror games. Uh, I think they maybe did Unspoken as well, which is a spellcasting game. I think that might have been Insomniac. Um, yeah, the over-the-shoulder one where you're, you're like in a, in a icy caves horror thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, look, there are a number of them. It's just that they don't get a lot of traction or people don't talk about them a lot because the install base yeah. is smaller. So it's not that they don't already exist. Um, but like my favorite VR game is still Kronos, which is made by Gunfire Games, who are actually out in Austin, Texas, who are known for yeah. Darksiders. Um, and they also made um, uh, Revenant from the Ashes, Remnant from the Ashes, oh. um, which I, I also love, which is in the same universe as Chronos. So oh. that okay. is Chronos fantastic. Is game. I'm looking Correct. now that I'm getting into VR. I'm looking for for software that I do want to. Well, Chronos is an Oculus exclusive too, so oh. it, it's Ooh. fantastic. I love it. Um, is it a it's basically No, it's like it's Zelda Dark Souls with a Resident oh. Evil fixed camera. Interesting. Cool. Very good. It. Yeah, I mean, this is like it feels like the install base is about to b- like blow up because you know Facebook is definitely eating the cost on these headsets and just getting them into homes. Like they are cheap. Is that, what is it? Three hundred. Quest bucks? Two is three hundred dollars, and it's a higher resolution than the Index. That's oh, really? pretty good. Like, yeah, the re- the resolution is like super high. Field of view is not so high, and it doesn't have finger controllers, but. I think that might be more of like a niche kind of enthusiast sort of trait that that headset has. Cause I, I feel like this is about like, this is the first time it feels like it's for uh, like a, con- an average consumer. People who aren't rich. Like some, yes. People who aren't rich. You don't need yeah. a PC to plug it into. I think that's huge. Um, Definitely, I, I don't know yeah. what that's. Yeah. Uh, it does feel like it, it hasn't been an overnight thing, but this, this seems to be the most traction that VR has ever gotten by far. And they've tried cameras. Right. They've tried in the past. I mean, VR has been around for a while, but yeah, it's always been just sort of very uh, niche, but uh, yeah, I I think, I don't think it'll ever grow to where it like takes over, you know, traditional gaming, but who knows? Well, maybe twist the question. What, what's a triple a developer you would like to see make a VR game? There's a Capcom obviously with resident evil seven already, but maybe we could just go around real quick. Balls in your court, Jack Fenton. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to say platinum because I love them. And what if like, what if they somehow figured out how to put revengeance into VR and you could do like, you know, the thing in revengeance where you like slice through people by just like smashing. What if I could just do that, but in VR very much. Their games seem very suited to VR too. Like, yeah, a Bayonetta I mean, or something like Nia that. I mean, Neo Automata has like, oh, themes perfect. that would work with that really well. I think, like, you know, literally playing as uh, androids, essentially, like, is a is a theme that would work there for sure. I'd love that. Yeah. Any basically, yep. Platinum just make yeah. everything. I feel yeah. like Yoko Taro would have some interesting things to to say about VR as a concept too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. you would probably get get kind of like creative with that. Mm-hmm. I um, honestly would pick Respawn. <laughs> I didn't know they were making a game until today for VR, and I, yeah, I love Titanfall oh, yeah. too. Cold. And I like Fallen Order, and I love Apex Legends, and I just love to see what that studio does. Oh, uh, it's I'll it's Medal of Honor. It's a Medal of Honor. Oh, VR. It's a Medal of oh. Honor game. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm very. They seem like the perfect right up my alley. Although I guess 
No, Arcane. <laughs> Who am I kidding? Oh, true. Okay. Yeah, definitely Arcane. Sometimes you just got to think about Arcane. Game. Yeah, sometimes Dishonored, you just gotta think. I mean, like, like Dishonored yeah. already has the mm. blink, which could work as a teleportation yep. thing True. in the headset. Oh my god! A good give, point. Give me more Dishonored. I mean, Always. first of all, but in yes. VR, holy hell, would I take the fuck out of that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm just taking oh. the easy way out and say Nintendo, and you just slide your Switch into the headset, like already, yeah, Labo. Yeah, oh, yeah Labo, isn't yeah. that a thing? Yeah, but Labo, kind of. Yeah, it doesn't quite work. There's room for improvement there. <laughs> but like, I don't know what Nintendo games other than Zelda I would really want to play in Oh, it'd be VR. something like, I feel completely like Mario's new. Mario's a bad yeah. idea. They'd have to figure something else out, like the way they do. Donkey you know. Konga. Metroid would nice. be fun in VR. Oh, yeah, Metroid. First-person first yeah. first Metroid, yeah. 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 Um, Britt asks, as a gamer, what is the hardest game you've accomplished that left you the most satisfied after it was over? That's a good... I, I feel like we've gotten kind of variations of that, but I, I feel like this is a... A good question. For me, it was the first time I hit Legend in Hearthstone. Just it took so long, and I was so happy at the end that it was just, uh, it's a great feeling. What's the question? Hmm. Is like what was very challenging, but what's the hardest game you've accomplished that left you the most satisfied after it was over? Oh boy, I finished the original uh, Ninja Gaiden on the hardest difficulty. Wow, and I was like really young, like NES like, Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. What, what year would I have done that? The first. Uh, 1996. Gaiden. It came out in 88. Um, oh. Apparently, originally. That was yeah, tough. I, yeah. I think I was like maybe like 10 or so when I did that. Um, hopefully I'm remembering correctly because maybe I just finished a level and thought I finished the whole game. But I know <laughs> that I found it very hard and played it like over and over and over and over again. Um Ugh. So that one stands out for sure. I used to I, play everything on hard. I get that. Like Super Meat Boy levels just in general always made me feel awesome afterwards. It's not like uh, when I finished Dark Souls yeah. and like Dark Souls 2 and 3, I was just like, okay, great. There's no longer this stressful thing in my life that I have right. to like. I'm not the type of player that like feels accomplished afterward. I'm just like, ugh, I'm so glad that boss is over because I never have to do it again. Uh, That's how I, I feel. I feel relieved. Yeah, I feel yeah. relieved. I still love those I'm games. But, but yeah, but I, I, like on the flip side of that, I feel like hard... Uh, like platformers and stuff generally give me that feeling like Ori games and like again Super Meat Boy just like finishing a really hard level on that you always feel like oh yeah I'm all, like you get that that boost of uh, whatever that emotion is That's feels true, Celeste, yeah. was, I Celeste was I was just like about to too, say that yeah, yeah Celeste was probably a big one for me I gave up mm -hmm. I didn't finish it I know that I should have and just like changed the speed and done all that stuff, but I just gave up. I got real, I real frustrated. Got I got excited about the, the DLC and then mm -hmm. I didn't realize you have to finish other additional levels before you got to that. Oh. More so than the B-sides like, or like the k so, I, so like, yeah, whatever get I had all the to, strawberries. Do to get to play yeah. the DLC, I did that and it was fucking hard. And then I got into the new stuff and I was like, whoa, fuck this. <laughs> this yeah. is so hard. I was so excited about this and now I'm not. So Yeah, it's brutal. But the base game, the base game I was able to complete with, you know, a yeah, fair, I, fair amount of challenges, but, you know. Yeah, I did the base game, but didn't get a lot of, what were they, the strawberries and you made a pie at the strawberries, end? Strawberries, B-sides, grandmas, yeah. mountains. Just a lot. Mr. Yoshiro, the classic. I beat that and yeah. was proud that I could still beat like a hard game like that because she yeah, had the old school like Ninja... Ninja Gaiden, Battletoads, obviously was like brutal. I, I remember even thinking as a kid, like this is harder than anything else I've ever played. This is like brutal. So, but yeah, Modern Celeste. I, I never finished Super Meat Boy. It was just, it was so damn hard. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, let's do one more. That was a good question. Good, good chatter on that question. Um, mm -hmm. Good question. Good question. Mm -hmm. Good game. Nice game. Um, what game do you, William has given up. Uh, hope you're doing better, William. What oh. game ha that you loved has aged the worst? The oh. worst. Um, Jet Force Gemini. Uh, oh, I adore that game, but that. if you try to play it now on uh. Nintendo 64, the controls are so bad that it is, <laughs> it is just, just not even fun. So thank God yeah. for Rev Replay, which actually like, initially on launch it was also still really bad and then they updated it so it got a little bit better oh that's preserved cool. that game yeah. um but oh my god it was so 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 bad like trying to play it on on 64 controls 
I think this question was asked last time I was on the podcast. <laughs> I do not remember what I said, but I really enjoyed uh, 2007's Transformers Wii tie-in. Uh, but it was even bad then when I was playing it. But I still mm. like just kind of put a lot of time into it because there's not a lot going on on Wii, and I love Transformers. Right. And then, you know, I'm sure if I looked at it now, I'd be like, oh, no, 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 Connor. <laughs> My sweet child, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> we got to get you an Xbox, you fool. There are certainly games, I don't know. It's hard for me because, like, just... I don't know if people, like, conceptualize this in the same way, but, like, even games we're playing now are eventually going to be considered retro games eventually. So I've yeah. always kind of played games with that in mind of thinking, like, even from a young age, like, when... I think like shortly after I realized that like like 3D games were here to stay, like after that that first initial um, like Nintendo 64 and PlayStation era, it was like, oh, okay, we're going to go into multiple generations of this now. We're going to think of like polygonal games the same way that we think of like pixel art games eventually. And that's happening now with like the resurgence of like this PS1 classic style uh, that we see in kind of indie games now. And eventually I mean, even some games do like want to embody like that PS2 era. So it's really hard. There's definitely games I think that like in terms of menus and the way that they work, like probably don't feel good. Like I imagine the first, um, is it Dead Rising? Probably that mm -hmm. first system when it was introduced probably doesn't hold up as well anymore now that we have things like Dark Souls and stuff like iterative gameplay like that roguelike right, right. style games. I think the older versions probably don't probably don't hold up as well. I know there's there's definitely fans of those older style ones that are like more brutal, but that's probably my answer. I I feel like for me it was uh, GoldenEye sixty four is is quite is has aged quite a bit. A, a lot of that is not yeah. its fault. Um, it's just the passage of time. And I feel that way also about like Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, I will still enjoy playing it. But yeah, those those graphics get uh, are, are pretty old looking. And, and God, when it came out, it was just so cool. Like, holy crap, this looks amazing. So th those are probably my two. Those blocky hands. We were like, whoa, yeah, they're I, oh, I love it. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I like it too. Uh, it's, oh, it's great. Yeah, I mean, it's... Game's it's a bit rapey game. though. Oh, Goldeneye? Well, James Bond. Goldeneye. Final Goldeneye. Fantasy VII. Which they should oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Goldeneye too. No. Oh. Like, I must have Not missed really, that. no. No, all good on that one, I think. <laughs> and on that note, let's wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.